You're listening to the IFF TV podcast, presented by Paul Nealon. Hello, McIntyre's Football Fan TV. This is our opposition preview. I'm joined by John from the Scottish Football Forums podcast. On uh, well, I found you guys on Twitter, but uh, John, I suppose do you want to tell us a little bit just about your podcast and where people can find it. Firstly. Yeah, sure, no worries. Thanks for having us on, Paul. So our podcast, we've been going for 11 years. Um, so it's evolved over time. Uh, currently, we put out at least one show every week, sometimes a couple of shows. Um, varied in terms of guests, whether we have um, ex-players on, current players on, Scotland internationals from the past, um, even delving into some music guests as well at times that are Scottish. So, aye, it's good crack. Uh, we have a good laugh and we like talking about football. It's a bit of a, a pub chat. That's the way we can take the approach. Have a laugh with it. Yeah, I think that's the best way forward, isn't it? Because uh, usually by the end of the game, we're, that's usually where we all are, to be fair. Um, we're coming into this game, which I wasn't expecting at the start of the group, uh, two defeats uh, of two games that we would have expected to at least get four points out of two games. Um, we would have expected to be Armenia normally. We would have uh, expected to be the second string Ukraine side. Fans aren't happy. Um, a lot of people calling for the manager's head at the moment. Um, I don't know where I stand on that at the minute. I think I'm more of, I want to get the four games out of the way and then say what I'm really feeling in the midst of four games. It's such a close uh, proximity. I don't really want to be going, oh, well, he should go and then we win the next two games because I just think that's silly. So I'm kind of waiting to dissect that situation. But you must be coming into this. I know you lost to Ukraine, but you got the win over Armenia. You must be coming into this game quite confident. The fact now that the fans are getting on the backs of the players and the manager and obviously the two defeats, morale is low, it seems, um, well, but in Irish football, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I would say in contrast to your guys, we've been in pretty good form with the exception of the Ukraine game. Uh, we'd been on an eight-game unbeaten run prior to that. And then, obviously, we had the, the good win last night. From our point of view as well, I think the, the squad is looking good. We've got a situation now whereby competition for places, even in positions that I don't think we had before. Um, you look at even right wing-back. Um, that was an area we struggled before. We've now got Nathan Patterson in there, who's just back from injury, and came off the bench last night. Um, Andre Rawson at Celtic, who obviously last night scored on his first um, full appearance for the team as well. Um, so all over the areas of the pitch, even centre-back, an area we struggled before, there's competition. Um, we changed our whole back three actually last night. And um, if anything, they probably played better than what the back three did against Ukraine. Um, though you would say the opposition we played last night, with no disrespect to Armenia, wasn't quite at the same level as Armenia. Um there was an interesting stat last night that prior to the game, every outfield player had scored for us, prior, apart from Rogson and McKenna. And uh, yeah, the two of them scored. So everyone in the outfield players have scored, which is interesting. We were trying to work out if that was maybe the first time a lineup is, uh, for Scotland is they've all scored a goal for the, the nation. Because we're not, we're not great. We're not got great goal scorers over the years. Yeah, I think um, we, we do went for a couple of goals. But still, I think there's players in our team that haven't scored goals. Um, but we've obviously ha um, 
trying to go back and change things like in terms of bringing through youth players trying to change the style of play in which we were doing it was going well up to a point up in march and then the manager started saying that he wanted uh, to win the group but i just thought that was a bit premature to start saying that you know without a ball being kicked and um you know we're at the end of the season a lot of players are, are, are tired after a long grueling season um seamus coleman being one who got injured you know what i mean you know, he put some shift in to, to try and, well to keep Everton up. Um, I'm actually excited to see Nathan Patterson being an Everton fan. I'm, I'm excited to see what uh, what he's going to do. Uh, I hope that he will actually play because um, I haven't seen him obviously playing an Everton jersey yet. So um, it'd be interesting to see what he's capable of. Um, but from our point of view, like the the players that stand out f- for me would be um, John McGinn and yeah. Andy Robertson. And maybe Che Adams to a to a certain point as well. Um, I I don't know who who you would kind of say would be your three danger men. Certainly John McGinn. I mean John McGinn since he's come in the team and especially under Clark has kind of upped his game. He's evolved. We've obviously got the song about him that um, everyone loves. It seems to be the song that gets on straight away. Um, Twelve goals as well in midfield from about forty odd games. So a pretty good record. He's our only player actually in double figures. Um, Certainly dangerous from set pieces as well. Um, Andy Robertson, naturally. I mean, everyone knows about Andy Robertson in football. And at times, he's maybe not as good for Scotland if maybe Tierney's not there. But last night, he was terrific. And obviously, Champions League winner, won the league with Liverpool, um, cracking player. Um, it kind of depends who starts. Like, Shea Adams, I do like Shea Adams. Though at times, he gets a bit isolated if he's playing up front himself. Um, maybe a problem that you've got kind of similar as well with the setup you have. But Patterson can be key as well. Um, prior to him being injured in the fixtures towards the end of the, the previous campaign, he was getting in, he scored for us, he's created stuff as well, he's positive, wants to get forward. So I think we've got, we've got talent all over the pitch. It's a good time to be a Scotland fan um, at the moment. I think it comes in cycles, doesn't it, really? Because, yeah. you know, you were well overdue uh, a, a cycle of good players coming through. You just kind of went through that kind of period that we're going through now where you uh, you had good Scottish players, but they were never reaching that kind of that next level that you wanted. They were all kind of championship, League One, yes. and maybe SPL uh, or SPFL, whatever we want to call it, kind of players. Uh, not top end Premier League players but like you probably have now with uh I would say Tierney as well would, would be a top player obviously. Yeah. Um I think he's injured at the moment, is he? He is, yeah. Yeah. So he won't be he, he won't feature. But he's quality Andy Robertson. Um Patterson, as you say, um I, I'm looking forward to to seeing him and what he can do. Um if he gets on at some point tomorrow, I'd imagine he will. And then you have uh McGregor as well, Colin McGregor. Um, yeah, who I think is a, a quality player. Uh, I think he's your captain, isn't he? He was a captain against uh, Ukraine. I'm pretty sure. Andy Robertson's captain, but uh, next I think McGinn took. No, I think McGinn took vice captain. I think McGinn took the captaincy when Ed Robertson went off. But McGregor's a guy that again, he's one of our. Well, he's still the captain players. anyway, isn't he? So. Yeah, aye. One of our like, experienced players in terms of like not far off fifty caps, um, and he seems to have thrived as well under Clark alongside Billy Gilmer coming in. Um, there's another player obviously great young talent he 
that's never featured at all last night. I don't know if he's getting protected for the Ireland game on Saturday. Because um, prior to the Ukraine game, when we had started with McGregor, McGinn and Gilmer, we were undefeated. So it could be that he's thinking, keep him for Saturday, rest him. He was carrying a wee knock at the end of the, the season. Um, and he's so far for Scotland, he's been really good. That's probably it then. He's probably just resting him for uh, <laughs> to come in and have a masterclass against us at the Aviva. <laughs> Which would be just our look at the moment, but uh, no, like like when we look at Scotland, we we genuinely look at Scotland as a as a threat. And I remember think, thinking it's going to be a struggle to get, you know, uh, a win here against these because your players natural. Like if you look at our, your squad compared to ours in recent years, we would have probably had a better squad, but now now it's like reversed and probably same with Wales as well. Um, you know, uh, they're going up to a World Cup now as well. So I think we enjoyed it a long cycle for a long time, but now we're going through a real period of uh, a lull. And I just don't see us qualifying for it anytime soon. I mean, like, like if you were looking at it, who would, who would you see off our squad as people that you would be kind of fearful of? See, at the moment, it's a difficult one. You don't want to end up going into, like, getting your... Um coming back to haunt you but there's not anyone in the Ireland team at the moment that particularly worries me which is probably a dangerous thing to say because we've had contests before with Ireland whereby we've gone into games and thinking we're going to win and it's not quite happened so at the moment I did watch your highlights from the Armenia game you seem to do have a bit of pace up front at least which might be a bit of a trouble um, and I know the boy Colin in midfield is what Anderlet, um certainly a kind of danger but a bit like ourselves, I would say both teams are probably lacking in terms of creativity. You know, those kind of players that get you off the off the seat. So yeah, I see with, with you guys though. You have the likes of McGinn and stuff like that, who at least looks like he's going to score. We've got Jason Knight, who's a good young player coming through, but yeah, he, uh, he has a ways to, he has a ways to go just yet. But I still think he's going to be a good player. We've got championship players like Malumbi and stuff like that who hasn't played yet and I just checked on uh, UEFA there that Hendrick and uh, Cullen are both um, on if they get a yellow in the Scotland game they'll miss the next game the, the Ukraine game so they played the last two games I'd be interested to see I think if you take Cullen out of the team it, it takes away our tempo player who kind of controls the game from that sense but uh, I think Hendrick is due to come out of the team because he just hasn't been playing well um, what about I think... the boy Parrot is he, I know he's rated at Spurs but a young guy, he's not really played much top level he, team football. He, has he played he? uh he played against Armenia and um I think he was played out of position. He was played as like an attacking midfielder rather than a striker. And it just didn't work out for him. He didn't play badly, but he just uh he didn't stand out if you want to put it that way. Um I think one player who could make a difference if he starts is Michael Obafemi. He's had a good season at Swansea. Um I think he got twelve goals and he got a number of assists as well on top of that. Um, I think he could go with him. Will Keane obviously came in off the back of a really good season with uh, Wigan, but I really don't think he's... Every time he's played, he's looked out of his depth at, uh, for Ireland. Um, but uh, for, for Wigan, he looks very good, to be fair to him. So I think um, CJ Hamilton came on against uh, Ukraine last night and he looked um, decent and direct. He's at Blackpool. Um, but again, he's unproven. I think Obafemi... And Callum Robinson will be our da most dangerous threats. But Robinson, he started again, came off early. So there's a chance he'll probably, he'll probably play. So it, it really depends on how Stephen Kenny uh, operates 
we'll, we'll have a better idea tomorrow. We'll know who's injured after uh, his press conference. That's at half 11 tomorrow morning. So we'll know who's going to be in the squad because I think if John Egan goes out of the squad, someone like Dara Lenehan will come in for him. Mm-hmm. And then, because he went off injured, but I don't see anyone else. Like uh, You'd have heard about it by now that they were in training or something. But no one's... You know, Coleman's still there with a groin injury, but he hasn't gone away because he still might play in the last two games. That hasn't been confirmed tonight. So tomorrow we'll be telling kind of who will be there and who will be playing. And uh, I think a lot of people would like to see young Festi Abazelli play at Derby. Uh, he's just got to move to Udinese uh, as well. Wayne Rooney was a big fan of his, and he plays right wing back. And he can play as a winger as well. And uh, at the moment, we're struggling for wing backs, and our, we're playing Ender Stevens, who looks like he came into the camp with an injury. He just doesn't look the same player as he did maybe last year. And I don't know whether he's lost half a yard or is he just is he just not fit? Um, yeah. Then we had Cyrus Christie come in, who again he wouldn't normally start. Matt Doherty's been a big loss, but you have to deal with these things, you know. I think the formation really suited. Uh, Matt Doherty, this three, four, uh, this five, three, two, or whatever way, or five, two, three, five, two, yeah, whatever, two, one, <laughs> whatever, whatever way you want to go, three, four, two, one, or whatever it is, but uh, it's just, it's a bit annoying because when Doherty's not in there and he, without his pace and creativity, we do look a bit lost from a wingback point of view yeah. if you don't have pace in those positions Ryan Manning at Swansea was dropped, left out of the squad the other day as well so we have options there it's just whether he's brave enough to go and pick them and um, maybe get rid of some of the older players like James McLean probably come back in at left wing back which he's had a really good season at Wigan and stuff like that but I, I'd rather just see the younger lads coming in and just trying to see what they can do because at some stage you're going to have to trust in them to build for the future so if I was you as a Scottish fan um, as negative as this sounds, I wouldn't be that concerned. Um, if I'm being honest, I'm hoping that I'm wrong and yeah. that Ireland turn up and get a result. But um, <laughs> you must be looking at it like rubbing your hands, going like we've, we're facing them at a really good time because not only do we not have our strongest team, is that we're probably going to pull out players that will maybe make us weaker as well coming into the game now on Saturday. Aye, because what was that I read? I think you're like 10 home matches without a competitive victory as well. Not one a game in the Nations League. So, yeah, at the moment, yeah, we are um, we're looking forward to it. But I suppose the thing will be, in terms of the, the players, a lot of them on the week are also, is it going to turn into your kind of old-fashioned cup tie where they go both go alone and it turns into a bit of a kind of scrappy match? I'd like to not think that. Um, our style of play under Clark's improved, whereby we want to get the ball down with the talented players we've got in midfield. Maybe at times, though, I suppose we're a bit predictable. I think when you look at us, you know that we're going to try and get down the wing-backs and put plenty of crosses in. But it worked last night. I think football can be a simple game. Just get lots of crosses in the box, get men forward, um, and then get goals. And the good thing is, like I was saying earlier, we've got um, a goal threat from all over the pitch, which is, is good. So... I don't think we're going to end overly confident, but I think um, if we th- if we are to think in terms of winning this group, I think the expectation is to try and get 12 points from the two Armenia games and the two Ireland games. Um, and probably see Ukraine has been the, the kind of challengers for the group. Yeah, well, look, if I was from your... I know you're not saying in an arrogant point of view, you genuinely feel that, and it's hard to blame you 
when you kind of look at the squad that you have and and the way he's been playing. The way Steve Clark has you playing, he's a fantastic manager in my opinion. Um, I'm just looking here, we have our head-to-head, uh, we've won four, you've won four and we've drawn three. So it'll be interesting to see if someone wins tomorrow, then they go ahead of each other. And if we draw tomorrow, then we're four all going into the game in, I think it's September. And, yeah, uh, 24th of September. Yeah, so... Oh, I don't know. I'm. Uh, in what way is the form? The form is um, so we've one drawn, one actually one drawn, one two losses now, and you guys have one two draws a loss, and now you're win in the UEFA Nations League. So you are coming into this in the better form than us. Obviously, you just won the game. But um, what way do you think uh, you will line up? Like what formation and kind of. Will players like Patterson maybe play instead of Ralston, Consider it's such a quick turnaround? Or what way do you think uh, Steve Clark might line up? Um, I think I would expect the fact that Lyndon Dykes to pull out the squad. I would expect we will be 3-4-2-1. Um, last night, certainly given Clark decisions to make, I don't know whether he'll put Patterson back in to start on Saturday based on the fact he's only played 20 minutes of football since March. Um, Ralston was married a match last night, so... It could be that he starts again. Uh, left wing back, you know, Robertson's going to play. And then centre-backs, I would expect, I hope, um, that Suter and McKenna start. Maybe Hanley will come back in. Um, and then a midfield three or McGregor, Gilmer, McGinn, probably Ryan Christie playing just off of Shea Adams. That would be my expectation. So that's actually out of a minute. Did I miss out a player? No, that would be about right. So, yeah, I think we'll I think we'll look to try and maybe make the crowd nervous early on as well. We should have a good support with us. I think there's a fair few folk I know that have got tickets in the home end, so I would expect there'll be a good um, following from the Tottenham Army as well. Yeah, I think it's it's a game. You know, as you say, there will be always going to be a bit of uh, argy badgy and battling in these games. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, because the teams being so close. But I think the Irish get on very well with the Scots. Um, you know, I, I don't see there being like any horrible stuff going on or any fighting really going on. No. You maybe on the pitch you might get, you know, I know Coleman and Robertson don't like each other from Everton and Liverpool. Yeah. Um, but all in all, I see it being a, a fairly um, well contested game, but nothing, you know, no leg breakers or anything like that. Well, you would hope. Um, no. But yeah, I suppose we'll just finish on a score prediction. Uh, lastly, John, before I let you go. Uh, how do you see it going? And then I suppose I'll give mine uh, afterwards. Um, well, I think the fact that you're struggling for goals, I'm going to go for us to win 1-0. That's my thinking. Okay. And who's going to score for you? Um, I'll go for him again. I can I can see that happening. Um, okay. I'm going to go... I, I don't see us winning, so I'm going 1-1. Um, who's going to score for the you? famous the famous one one win we we like to call it. um <laughs> uh who's going to score for us shane duffy he's due a goal uh, he was unlucky not to score the other night i think he's he's due a header and uh he's been our biggest threat and if he doesn't score i'd like to see maybe obafemi score but uh i just want to see us turn up put a put in a performance that gets the fans on the edge of our, edge of their seats and you know not just be lethargic and not look like we're completely lost when we get past the halfway line and we don't know which way we're going so i'm just hoping for some sort of uh positivity 
and uh, a decent result. But look, uh, may the best team win. I want to say a huge thanks to you, John, for joining me and coming on. And uh, for anyone who is listening that might be a Scotland fan or just a football fan in general, where can the lads or where can people find you and the lads? Um, yeah, look, give yourself a shout out there and just let know, everyone know where they can find you. Right, no worries. You'll get us on Twitter at uh, SFF Podcast. You can follow us on there. In terms of the podcast itself, you'll get it on the usual pl- podcast platforms. So Spotify, Apple, uh, Anchor, just search Scottish Football Forums podcast and you'll get us there. So we've got, a, as I say, a variety of podcasts um, weekly. So yeah, get involved. So there you have it. Um, you know, uh, John's gone with a Scotland win. I've gone with a, a, a draw, a one-all draw. Let us know what you think it's going to be. Um, what did you think of this little chat? I always enjoy the, the opposition previews and kind of get a lowdown of teams. In fairness, Aram with uh, Armenia was spot on with everything that he said. And so was uh, Adam from uh, Sorry Lad Donsk. I just hope you're right about everything except for the score. Because <laughs> um, they didn't predict the scores like that. But uh, anyway, listen, John, uh, enjoy the game. Uh, are you going to be over for it, actually? I'm not. No, I'm not making it over. No, unfortunately not. Um, I'd like to go on, but nah, got a holiday coming up, so... Um, I'll save the cash for that. Dublin's an expensive place. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe uh, maybe we'll catch up with you for the game uh, over there. Well, we hope to to do some stuff for that anyway. So I'm sure we'll be speaking to you soon. So thanks very much for your time, John. And uh, anyone who's uh, coming to watch the video, don't forget to like the video. Don't forget to subscribe. If you're listening on podcast, don't forget to give us a rating. And uh, if you're listening or watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe. I'll speak to you all soon. Thanks for watching and take care. The IFF TV Podcast, presented by Paul Nealon. Like, rate, and subscribe.